ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. From some of the best elk hunters in the world. Across the canyon, pop up the other side and the wind is right at my back and blows right into it. I cut him off and say, I'm the best one, not you. I love it, man. I feel like I'm super blessed to call myself an elk hunter. To beat them at their game, to get them within that bow range, convincing them that I'm one of them. you got to close that distance really quick on him. And if he's going to engage that much, that's a dead bull. Welcome to Western Contours Podcast. Sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. Whether you're chasing bugles over the next ridge, sitting a stand out east, this is about passion. Pursuing our dreams of field, our lifestyle, the betterment of self and community, the enlightenment that comes from those moments spent in God's creation. Through these conversations, I hope you find insight, inspiration, education, and motivation to push beyond your limits. All right, I'd say no intro needed, but I'll let you roll with it. I'm on with my brother Armando. Um, what's happening, man? We've been shooting oh. shooting the it's about uh this move and employment and being in God's country. <laughs> it's coming, man. I'm ex- I'm excited for you. I'm happy it's happening and uh you know, there's on to greener pastures as they say and uh literally and figuratively. Headed, yeah, I think you're <laughs> headed that way and I'm uh, I'm excited to to have you as a as a neighbor now. Heck yeah, brother! That'll be nice, man. I mean, it's it's only a few hours apart. Uh, I think I could drive that far to go hunting. Hell yes, sir! <laughs> <laughs> I know I can. I've been doing I 12, can. 18, 21 hours on the road to go chase some, yeah. some bulls, man. Six six hours don't sound too bad at all. Not at all, dude. That's that's nothing, especially when you when you talk about that driving, right? Just, oh, yeah. just wide open highway. My six hours, six hours in California. Let me think about that. That that might that might get me close to Sacramento. Oof. Yeah, it's that should be about a five five and a half hour drive. Six hours, maybe I'll make it. Well, the good thing driving from Albuquerque to where you're going to be, you're probably going to have about two hours of that time where there's not elk. Other than that, you're, you're other than a, that, you're looking out the window and you're seeing something. Something. Yeah, there. that's the best part. Yeah. So like that, uh, you you go down my my new street. I make two right hand turns. I go up the mountain. I'm gonna say maybe maybe 15 minutes, and we're in them. Um, and then there's a there's a little lady in the town there, 
and uh, she's a photographer and she has them all, you know, especially this time of year, right? They're all down low. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. They're all over the place, man. So I'm like, it's going to be heaven, dude. Oh, you're going to hit it for shed season. You're going to get to start hit the ground running. Yeah. I, see, I don't know, man. I like, I have this thing. I've never, I've never gone out and shed hunted. Um, to me, some of it's funny, right? Cause you see dudes, walking off the mountain with chalk or they're posting pictures of i mean literal chalk like uh, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, white powder I've hands yeah and i'm like why would you even take that off the landscape man but everybody yeah. has a everybody has a love well i should say everybody but there's a lot of folks that have a love for it i didn't realize until maybe two years ago the money that was involved in it i mean like legitimate business enterprises just off of sheds yeah. it's crazy yeah there's a lot of money into it you can do a lot with it and, um yeah so you can make money out of anything so kudos kudos to those to those who are pounding those hills because i don't know that's pretty tough i don't i don't do it i don't do it that often but um i've done it we went through Moab. This is a couple of years ago. We, we did a scouting trip to one of our areas there and we were coming back through Moab and stopped at this uh, like 50s diner. Don't eat at the 50 diner in Moab. Sorry, folks. <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> and uh, we stopped and this dude, you know, I don't know where he had to come off a private somewhere and he had a trailer and I'm going to say that trailer was probably 12 by 8 and it had like a cage. It looked like a tire trailer, right? You've seen those where they stack the tires. Uh -huh. Dude, I, it, it might be a slight exaggeration if I say that he had 10 foot of antler stacked front to, to rear on that thing, uh, side to side, 10 foot high. I mean, it was, it was remarkable to see all the sheds that dude had. It was like, what in the heck? So he had to be on, on a big expanse of private. I mean, I can't, I, as much as I'm in the woods, I, over the years, we'll hear, you know, we'll, we'll get the, the occasional decent antler on the ground. Uh, but I've never put that much effort into it, but yeah, well, those guys just drive around with those rigs and just buy it and they just drop hundreds and thousands of dollars. They'll, they'll give a heads up to, to a, a, a group of people and they will be like antler buyer coming through Albuquerque on this day. I'll be at XYZ address and people just show up with the shit that they pick up throughout the year and the guy hands you cash money. So um, that's, that's the way those guys operate with those big trailers. And then what he decides to do with it is up to him, but, but he'll, he'll match up some sets that he could sell for a lot of money. And then the smaller stuff he can ship or, you know, jewelry makers and furniture builders. But that's, uh, I I've seen those before and it's, it's impressive. Yeah, dude. I had a, <laughs> I made me think about it. I had a dude, I think it was 2019 at one of the conventions. And we got to talking and, and he was like, oh, man, you're, you you live there. I can't go get antlers there. He goes, look, I can't cross state line with them, but here's my card. And if you ever <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to go out and get some antlers, make some money, man, just give me a holler. I'll meet you at state line whenever you want. And dude, mm -hmm. it felt like it felt like I was buying something from the yeah. from the, the slang master. I was like, well, I, was, I like what this dude's laying down. It's a business, bro. It's a business. I told you there's money everywhere. It's a trip. So why don't you drop it, man? Let's uh let them know about uh the bow hitch. You know, we did our episode at MAF and, and those and those live episodes are, are typically a little bit shorter. So, you know, you and I shoot the mess, I don't know, seem like a couple times a week and you know, have, have forged a friendship over the last few months, man. And 
um bow hitch is blowing up man and it's it's a it's a great addition to the bow um but then you guys have your your giveaway and stuff going man so let's uh let's just drop it all on them man cool well what we have what we okay so the bow hitch what is the bow hitch the bow hitch is just what i would consider to be the best most efficient way to hunt while your bow is attached to you to where you're not carrying your bow so if you will picture you're wearing your backpack off of your weak shoulder your backpack strap we provide a little clip that goes onto it a piece of webbing hangs down and the bow hitch attaches to your bow so we we marry our webbing to the bow hitch which is on your bow and when those two are married together the weight of the bow is transferred to the backpack so you're not carrying the weight of the bow in your hand so when it's time to glass when it's time to gps check a gate whatever it is you can do that hands-free without ever bending down to put your bow in the dirt so um i mean it's i mean i we, <laughs> it's my product and i still suck at describing it there's there's not a good there's not a good way to explain it but once you see it so look at the bowhits.com look at us on youtube or instagram at the bowhits and once you see it you're gonna get the ah that's what he meant like that's not what he said but that's what he meant yeah. i get it now so it so, attaches so so, so let's talk about where the attachment point right okay. so it attaches so the between bow, the, the, there you go okay so the bow hitch itself is a thin piece of 14 gauge steel that weighs approximately three ounces we have three different sizes because the different bow and quiver configurations uh you know demanded that we have three different sizes to work with just about every setup that's out there so this thin piece of metal attaches to the outside of your sight where you would typically attach your quiver so some quivers are now mounted to the risers and in different locations uh many quivers are attached to your site tight spot is the number one selling quiver those attached to your sites like every quiver i've ever had attached to my site so what you would do is you get your bow you flip it onto the side to where the quiver standing or, or uh, up in the air up towards you you un unbolt your quiver with the two screws you get our bow hitch you slide it in under under your quiver and put your quiver back in and now you just installed the bow hitch like it's literally that easy it's two screws so the quiver does not i mean excuse me the bow hitch does not affect your sights because you're not moving your sights or touching your sights some people have made the mistake of putting the bow hitch under the sights which you can do, but you don't have to. So, you know, the way it was designed is to, to not affect anything. So it goes on the outside of your sights, in between your sights and your quiver. All it does is pancake in there. Once it's in, it's out of the way, and you never have to touch it again. And, and when you say some people... <laughs> well, uh, I didn't say you people, but I kind of meant you people. <laughs> I know you did, you SOB. So, and that was when you, when you had initially sent it to me, I looked at it and I'm like, okay, this is great, but I just finished sighting in these new this new arrow build. I ain't yep. doing this right. And I look at the thing and I'm like, damn man, I want to put this thing on and try it out. And then it got to the point where it was like, okay, it's too late. 
And I don't know, we were talking or something. You were like, hey, where's your hitch at? And I told you, and you're like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. And it was, it when you said it, it was obvious, right? It was just like, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it, it's, I'm, I'm really anal, right, about the weight of my bow. It's like my last build. I built it for weight. And that was one of the concerns was, you know, that additional weight. But it's three ounces. Um, and, yeah. and what I did is I just you know, with the tight spot being, you know, um, being able to lean right to offset or counterbalance. Uh, I just had adjust, adjusted my tight spot a little bit because I, I didn't feel it, but I was like, I know how anal I am and I'm going to pull and I'm going to feel it. Let me go ahead and adjust it. And I just found that balance point to where it was, you know, perfect on there. Um, and it makes a difference, man. The, have you, have you found, and just being real about it, right? Have you found any negatives in your use or as you guys are developing or looking for improvement? The, well, I mean, as far as manufacturing and the, the only negatives are is that there's so many bows and different sites and different setups. And, you know, um, I would say we work with probably 90 to 95% of the bows that we've seen at the different shoots. So the negative, in my opinion, is that we're not at 100%. Um, but as far as the functionality of it, um, we like when we go to the 3D shoots, I take a bunch of demos and I got those painted the bright orange, you know, which is kind of like our logo, the Hunter Orange, Blaze Orange. And my intention of the Hunter Orange or the Blaze Orange was that people are going to put them on their bow. They're going to see them. And they're not going to walk away with it because when they put their bow in their case, they're going to say, oh, shit, I forgot. I got to take the bow hitch back. Well, the first time I went out, I sold one to, to Ben at Sodak Horizon. And he's like, uh, I want this one. And I'm like, man, that's a demo. Like, I even have demo written on it. You know, it's like, he's like, yeah, but I want this one. I'm like, oh, okay. But I mean, that I it's written on there in permanent marker. He goes, it's okay. If you'll sell it to me, I'll keep it. So I said, yeah, you can have that one if you want it. And he's still, he's still rocking it. Yeah. But um, man, I mean, as far as negatives, um, people, I would say if you adversely use it, like it's designed to be attached to your bow and you keep your hand on your bow. So the bow hit, the bow isn't just swinging around. So we've had people that you like really like to let it bounce. And to me, it's like, bro, just hold on to your bow. You know, like it's designed, it's, 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 it's designed to come off quickly. So nobody's ever said they've dropped it or it fell out, but I've seen people walking around kind of a little too carelessly, like for what I would do with the, you know, thousand or $2,000 bow, or I need a 500 does it $200 bow. Like, I don't want you to drop your, I don't want you to drop your bow and then be like, Hey, your bow hitch failed me. Like our bow hitch is designed to be carried in your support hand or su guided by your support hand. Like, like if you were going to pick up your bow at any given time, that's where your hand should be. You're not carrying the weight of your bow, but it's there. So that's been one thing. And then some people kind of use it as like a kickstand for their elbow. And so um, I've had some people really put a lot of, lateral torque on it and uh and then give it a slight bend into it but um that's it we had we had some guys do that and told them what they were doing and i exchanged it i gave them a new one i'm like 
just, you know, it's not designed to be used the way you're using it. And I sent him a new one and he's like, bro, I'm sorry. They, I've been doing it the way you told me and I haven't, it, it looks brand new. So, um, see, and I thought, know, I thought that the, the pliability of it was, was about perfect. Right. And so I got a couple things from what you said, but that, but being able to like mine, when I, when I installed it on my CT five, uh, I was contacting my tide spot a little bit, right? So I just mm-hmm. I just tweaked it away a little bit and I threw a little, you know, piece of like riser mat on it. Um mm-hmm. in case it did, you know, get on there and that way I didn't cause any any additional noise or or vibration through that contact. And that worked out perfect. And then it took me a minute to get used to. So so on my on my Nexus, I'm I'm running uh an eight-inch stab with a QD on it, right? So it's about just shy call it of 10 inches and then on my ct5 mm-hmm. i'm running a 10 inch stab plus a qd and that thing with the qd that's on that bow it's it's considerably longer it's it's pushing about 11 and a half almost 12 inches so the ct5 i have to ride it up higher especially if i'm in the woods um you know stepping over downfall it's not hitting rocks and stuff like that but i found it's more comfortable for me to ride it up high and I just keep it under my arm so it's not, you know, swinging and bouncing. Um, it's yep. under my up under towards my armpit higher than than my smaller bow, my uh, Nexus. Right. Um, and the only downside that I found to that was that I have to use both hands to get it off. Whereas with the seat with my Nexus, uh, because it hangs lower, I just reach over, lift it and, and unhook it. And then the hook, I don't know how. It takes a second to get used to it for me because I'm worried about it. I'm worried about my bow, right? I'm worried. I don't even mm-hmm. carry my bow by the string when I'm in the woods. I carry it by the mm-hmm. riser with my stab in the front of my arm and, and the stab kind of rests against my forearm. I don't like gotcha. carrying by my string. I'm, I've always thought, you know, carrying my string like that, my oils, my sweat, stuff like that, it, it, you know, mess up my string, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, guys will say I'm crazy. I'm not. Um, so there's multiple ways to carry it, but as I got used to it, there there's no, I don't have any thought that that thing is going to fall off the way that it hooks into that webbing. Um, and then the only thing that I had, and you, you actually sent me the set screw on my black gold. Yes. I had my knob on it, uh, my set knob, um, because I, I run the dovetail and I had to replace my knob with the set screw because I couldn't install it because of that. Right. So the, yeah, that, that has, that has come up. We've given a few of those out. Um, you know, for the most part, we haven't had any, like very few people take their sights off and on enough to actually use that big, to use that knob. So it's like, Hey man, if you're not going to be taking this off and on, I'll give you one of these screws. They're like, hell yeah, I never take it off. So I'm like, all right, well, here you go. And that fixes that problem. But that, that has come up, um, the you were talking about the tight spot and the way you put that little piece of felt in there that was something that we learned over time and we actually now every time we send out one of the large sizes which typically goes with the tight spot we send a piece of a uh, uh, weather strip with it just a little probably quarter inch maybe a little bit bigger um piece of weather strip it goes on your tight spot and it creates a nice little bond exactly like you're talking about and uh it's money. How uh, any comparisons being made to, and I'm not even sure what else is out there anymore. Um, 
is there anything on the market like any competitors that that are comparable or it's different than or like to or how does that look the the i mean it's like um we we've been so blessed like with with the competitors that are out there the ones that i've been fortunate enough to meet that they've been welcoming like i went to the tack and I did two mountain archery fests and we were the only game in town as far as a bow carrying system. So I go to the tack and I walk in and the first booth is the bow spider booth. I'm like, Oh shit. Like he's got the best spot in here. Right. So I'm like, damn it. So then when I walk in, I go to registration and like, okay, cool. You can set up kind of in this area where we're the new kids. Nobody's, you know, nobody knows about us, nothing. And, and then uh so i go to the opposite corner and there's a uh, jeff from jack gear and he's got his own it's, he's got something called the slingling and he's on the way out so one of these guys is on the way in that 100 percent of people see the other one's on the way out that 100 percent of people see and i'm stuck in the corner and then kind of caddy corner from me is another guy montana bow slings and i'm like holy shit there's four of us here all with the same thing. Well, but and uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, because it's not right. It's, it's right. Yeah, let me. Yeah, they they they're not the same. There's four different ways to carry your bow, but ours like the 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 longer I stayed there, and the more people would come up and talk to us. They're like, man, I'm really glad that you guys are here because all four of like the big bow carrying systems are here now. So I'm like, dude, go talk to everybody. Go look at everybody. Like, I'm going to see you in about half an hour. I just want you to know that. But I encourage you because, you know, make make, make an educated decision. Try them out, whatever. And if you want to put one of mine on, take it, you know. And um, it, it was it was a it was it, it was a blessing to to be around them. Like they were very welcoming and encouraging, and you know. Uh, uh, it was just neat, man. Yeah. No, that's um, cool. I mean, it's, it's yeah. right. Because it, because in, in hunting, in archery, there's so many products, right. And there's a lot of products that share commonalities. And then there's a lot of products. that's like, well, that's damn near a clone, but this one, you know what I mean? And ours. Yeah. And there's yeah, but yours, you know, you guys share one thing and that's, it's carrying the bow. So you're not carrying it in your hand. 24 seven, but they all have their, they all have their best practices for the lack of a better word. Right. And it sure. really depends on what you like. Um, but the, yours, the, the beautiful, let me, I'm like real quick, just going to have the thought on the top of my head. The beautiful thing about the bow hitch is our bow hitch. Like no matter what carrying system you have right now, our bow hitch will not interfere with it. All the other carrying systems are designed to carry your bow. They're not designed to hunt with your bow. Like, not the way ours is. Ours, you're actively hunting while it's attached to the bow hitch. And you're not supporting the weight of your bow. So none of the other, nothing out that's on the market right now can can even compare. We're, we're, we're on our own in that realm, which is the beautiful thing. So if you want to sling your bow sling it and carry it in in the dark but there's no way you can hunt while your bow is slinged with something over your limbs there's no way you can hunt while your bow's on your back there's no way you can hunt while you have it draped across your chest like your bow needs to be in your shooting hand and you need to just simply pick it up and shoot like 
that's that's why ours is what I feel is, you know, like we have something special. Have you, th- and I'm just spitballing, I'm sorry. Have you thought like, so as you said, like across your chest, right? Have you guys looked at like some of the, some of the vinyl harnesses have like Molly on the bottom um, and doing like a webbing that'll go to that? I, I do. I have that. And we have the lady sewing them up right now. Oh, shoot. We okay. sent, we, yeah, we sent a few out. The, the beautiful thing about it is anything that has one inch or less webbing, you can hang the bow hitch from. So you don't even need my strap. Like if you want to put it on your backpack, you just put it on the backpack strap as it kind of goes to your left flank, you know, where the shoulder strap goes across your side. You just slide it onto there and it sits there. Oh, I didn't there. think about so, that, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, same thing with your bino harness. So if you want to just run it on your bino harness, you're going for a quick hike and you want a glass, you just throw it on there. You don't need a strap of any of any kind if you don't want it. But but we do have a an additional strap coming out. Um, we also, when I was at the ATA uh, last month or two months ago, whenever it was, we I've never been in a tree stand. I've seen them. I've heard about them. I see them on TV they're they they, they, i mean i don't know anything about them so one of the guys that was there was like dude this would be incredible for me in the saddle so i was like well well, all right can you tell me kind of how you're doing it and what you know the way it works and he explained it to me and we walked over and i sat in a tree stand and he got in the saddle and we have a we have a strap that just kind of is a single point like you know ar-15 single point sling basically that that straps straight into your bow hitch and your bow's right at your side so you're no longer reaching up into the tree to grab your bow off a limb or off a hook or whatever your bow's always on your side so we will be we yeah we will be heading there went your cut bro i'm sorry we, we, we will be heading east the reason the reason that i thought about that and it wasn't you know it wasn't the saddle or the stand was you know if i'm out at the range right um, yep. And I'm not, you know, rocking my bino harness or, I, you know, I definitely don't have a pack on uh, most times at the range uh, unless we're getting close to season. Um, but just having that, you know, that like you said, that that single point like that going over, you know, one shoulder and, and under the other, um, that'd be perfect, man. I mean, that's, you know, not having to care. And I hate dude. laying it down on that because especially at my range, man, the grass stays long and wet and two thousand dollars on a bow and you're anal and until you get to the woods. It hurts my heart to put my bow in the dirt. Yeah, and he like the limbs, like you're so careful with it. And then you get tired and you got to get careless and it's raining and it's muddy. And I don't want to put it down. What, what, what worries me, like, so my range, it's a, it's a public range. It's pretty wide open. There's no, it's not a cold line, right? They're there. The bales are probably, I don't know, 10 to 15 yards apart. But what'll okay. happen is you'll set your bow down. Say I'm shooting at 80 yards and I set my bow down. And it's laying on the grass. Well, then I got folks that are just walking around. Oh, shit. You know yep. what I mean? If you got any length on yep. that grass, then you run the risk, <laughs> you know. Oh, man. And there's times where, you know, I don't take a stand or, you know what I mean? It just, you get careless and, and you know, shit happens. Um, but that'd be really cool, man, just to have that uh, that single point like that, man. Yeah, it's um so we're we're excited about it. I mean, like I said, there there's um there's something for everybody. People have have, you know, flipped the bow hitch and carry it upside down, you know, just because they like to carry their bow that way. So whatever works for you works, you know. Like however you can manipulate it to make it work for you is, you know, like you're not gonna hurt my feelings and it's you know, 
it might work for somebody else also. So please share that if if you're listening now and you've already made some manipulations or whatever. Like if if you got, you know, we have improvements coming on it. I can't really talk about them just yet, but um, Bow Hitch 2.0 is going to be super dope. Um, it's it's exciting. Um, but you know, use it whatever works for you. And if we need to make some tweaks or do something to it, we're happy to do so. Like there's certain uh, certain bows that we kind of had to throw a little bend into, and so when I'm shipping them out, if people tell me like one of them was the PSC, uh, I want to say the Evo, we had to, to bend a little bit just to get around the, uh, the rollers. So just little things like just make it work for you. And once you have it set, that's it. You don't, you don't have to touch it anymore. Yeah. What, uh, so man, one of the reasons, well, you know, just one of the other reasons I want to get on besides talking about the hitch was, uh, you you did a giveaway. You started doing this giveaway, and it was just random, right? I mean, it was random, but there was some thought. Some well, screw that. It was some heart behind it. Um, Absolutely, that giveaway is rolling right now, man. Give us the background. Okay, so the giveaway. I I did one when I first like when we first started the bow hitch, and I mean, not that we have many followers now, but I think I had like three or four hundred people following me. And I was like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to give away a boat hitch and just for a random act of kindness. So I think I had like 20 or 30 people. I said, Hey guys, whoever, you know, I'm learning, I'm new to this whole thing, but I'm, I'm getting better. But basically just said, anybody who does a random act of kindness for somebody, let me know what you did. I'm going to put your name in a hat and somebody's going to win a boat hitch. And so I got a couple of random things, you know, it was really cool to see, and for people to uh, to participate. So that's kind of where it stemmed from. And a while back, it's probably been about before hunting season. My brother showed up with a, uh, a Vortex spotting scope, a Diamondback HD. It's a 20 by 60 by 85. And, and uh, he said, here, bro, I wanted to give this to you. Um, I want you to use it to support your business. Use it however you want to. Sell it, make money, give it away, do raffle, like whatever but this is for the bow hitch so like super badass right i mean i said i'm gonna i'm gonna find the right time bro like right now it's hunting season people are like full swing of things i'm getting busy you know i i want to make it make it work so i waited till after christmas and uh, for the whole month of january we did a random acts of kindness and just started putting it out there and that was our main prize and little by little people started uh saying hey this is super cool do you mind if i donate something so now i'm up to 28 prizes donated to yeah <laughs> so it's it, it's just like giving and giving and giving and then the cool thing so before you called i was actually down there my wife and i we printed out all of the different comments that people did the random acts and i cut them up and we're gonna put them in a box and I'm going to start pulling names and giving away some stuff. So I want to say we have close to a hundred kind things or good deeds that, uh, that got submitted somewhere in that ballpark. I got to finish counting, but, um, just random giveaway, man, just be kind, do something good for somebody. So the thought behind it was it's a new year, 2022, the last two years have kind of sucked, you know, people kind of get into a funk and, uh, and it's easy to do, you know, uh, um, I'm guilty of it too. You just kind of, you know, we're human nature. We just want to bitch about something. So 
you know, I was like, you know what, let's get, let's get ourselves out of this funk and start the year on the right, uh, on the right foot. And that was the thought behind it. Um, the, the spotting scope was just, uh, you know, something for me to give away besides a bow hitch. And now I, uh, hit or miss archery donated an expedition archery X 30 brand new bow. Um, thing is super camp, $1,300 bow. And so, I had reached out to him and I said, Hey man, my thing's coming to a close. Just wanted to reach out and see if you wanted to uh, donate some range timer, give me a hat or something like that to put into it. And he's the only person that I asked for anything. And he's like, man, I was just about to call you. We want to get in on it. Do you think you can come by the shop? So I said, yeah, I'll, I'll swing by. So I go to the shop and he's like, well, I just wanted to let you know that I think, you know, what you're doing is super cool. And, you know, we need more, we need more stuff like that. And, uh, if, if I'd like to be a part of it and, you know, help you out. So I was like, yeah, let's do it, man. And he reached back behind the counter and he grabbed that bow and handed it to me. And he's like, yeah, dude, floor. I, I literally was speechless. Like, you know, I did a post on the way home, just trying to gather my thoughts and just um, so grateful. Right. Like he didn't have to do it. You know, it, wow. it, it's funny. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm sort of not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's funny, right? It, and 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 maybe it's standing out to me a little bit more because of what you have going on. But it's you know, kindness begets kindness, and hatred begets hatred, et cetera, et cetera, right? Sure. And I sure. had I had this random. It was it was random, but it made me feel really good. I don't know, probably close to 15 years ago, we're at a company Christmas party, and one of our new intern engineers was there with her mom. Right. And, and this girl, I remember this girl just was super, super smart, um, ready to work, didn't know a thing. And I remember talking to her mom and her mom was a sweetheart, man. And out of the blue the other day, uh, Jasmine reaches out to me. She messaged me on, on LinkedIn and says, uh, Hey, you know, I saw you pop up, you know, congrats on, on this and that. And, uh, I just want to say, thank you. She goes, I've never forgot that. She goes at that Christmas party, you were a sweetheart to my mom. Um, and, and we always talked about that and she passed away and I was like, Oh man. Uh, and my heart kind of yeah. sank, but then I was, and then I, I thought about it and I, I called, I told my wife, I called yelled in the house and my wife and I'm like, Hey, this was the coolest freaking thing. Like you never, you never know how just just a nice, friendly conversation, right, is going to encourage somebody, affect someone. It, I wouldn't, I, dude. I would have never, I would have never thought in a million years that I would get that message, and then it made me think about what you were doing, and I was like, man, I got to call Mondo so we can, you know, we could talk about that giveaway and the hitch. And yeah. we don't, I don't think we realize it, but we never know the impact or influence we have on somebody's life, just just with that kindness, man. And I needed that at the moment, right. With all I got going on with the move and everything yeah. else, it was, it was refreshing as I was getting my butt kicked doing this, you know, packing and crap, um, to hear that. And then today, and I'm not gloating about myself, if that's what it sounds like, or, or trying to get entered <laughs> into the giveaway. And then today I was, <laughs> one of my safety managers come by the job and he says, man, I got to come see you before you leave. And, you know, we we're just started talking. He was like, dude, I, you know, I appreciate all the wisdom you've been, you know, imparted on me and, um, you know, started to tell me that he was, you know, suicidal at the time. I had no idea. And he was like, man, yeah. if it wasn't your words, you know, I, and he started to tear up and he's like, I'll tell you later. And then he comes back after he, you know, cleaned himself up, he goes, I'll tell you later. He goes, but man, you, you saved my life. 
And then I thought about it again and I'm like, hell yeah. Like we, we just, I think we get so busy and we, we don't know. I never knew that, that D was going through that. I had no idea that dude was going through it. Right. And just, just listening and just having a, a conversation and a smile. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, that this world, just like you said, the last two years has been crazy. This world needs more of what you're doing. And I'm, I don't want people to do things because it's incentivized, right? Like we sure. should, yeah. we should be yeah. doing these things just because we appreciate the man or the woman that's standing four or five feet. And I'm not going to say six feet, I don't, screw six feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but it, but yeah. it's amazing that, that we're blind to it. Right. Or we don't think about the impact we could have on just sharing a kind word or a small conversation with somebody or I mean, shit, nowadays, just a smile. If you could get a smile out of somebody you say hello to or open the door for or greet, dude, it is like impossible. It's like, where in the where are it, we? It, where have amazing. we gotten? Yeah, it, it, it's sad, bro. But but those little things now, heck, yeah, more man, not, you know, now now more than ever, they're they're noticed and people like, I, I don't know, dude, like my son is named Moises. There was a guy in middle school who was nice to me. And and I was, you know, just a regular old kid. No, you know, not a cool kid, not a nerdy kid, just a regular old kid. But I was like, man, this guy is so cool. And he's just for no reason was kind to me. Like, hey man, how you doing? How you doing today? Like, he doesn't know me. Like, you know, but for what he he was the cool kid and, and he was just nice, just to be nice. Like that that, that stuck with me so much that. I knew my son's name was going to be Moises just on the kindness. And I've never seen this guy since then. That's crazy. But you know? again, we, do, we don't realize how we are affecting someone or what they're going through and how our interaction can negatively or positively affect the outcome of their situation. And I, yeah, I, I wish that I wish that people would just be slightly cognizant of that, slightly cognizant of that. Right. Do think about where we would be if everyone just had that little bit of thought as they went through the grocery store or as they're driving to it from work. As I say that, as I scream and yell out my window, <laughs> but I'm sitting in Southern California traffic, so it's OK. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. think about the place that we would be in if if that's what it was. I mean, you, you talked about the archery shoots earlier. Right. If, if you look at the and that's why I enjoy those so much. It's not about. I love shooting my bow. I love going out and walking the mountain and shooting foam, but it's not about that. It's about the camaraderie and the brotherhood and sisterhood and sharing that passion with like-minded people and, and understanding that there's this connection there. Right. Um, those things are important, man. And and I, I just, you know, I, I guess my long wind winded ass way of saying, Hey, pay attention and appreciate the, you know, the people that are five feet away from you, even if you don't know them. Dude, just give them, give them a compliment. You open the door like like oh man you know what people need right like i mean i work in the business of having to read people and talk to people and understand people without saying a word but anybody's capable of doing that if somebody looks at hey hello how you doing today like that's all you need to do you know hold the door like you said or you know some kid has on a new pair of shoes hey buddy those are sweet shoes you know like something like that like it just it, it means the world to people 
Yeah, you just so you never know the impact, man. Yeah, you know, and it, uh, and and it, it'll come back. You know what I mean? Like I had two people in in a week that I didn't. I had one was fifteen years ago. I had no idea. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's going to come back in some way, shape, or form to remind you yep. that it's important. <laughs> you know, it's gonna it, it hits you when you need it, whether or not you knew you needed it, bro. It's a uh, you know God works in mysterious ways, and this is a super cool one that he uh, he slaps you with every once in a while, like hey. Good job, good job on that thing you did 15 years ago. You know what? That was good on you. So, so what yeah, kind of? I, I'm just out of curiosity, right? So, what sure. what kind of stuff have you seen? What are people? What are people chiming in on? Oh man, as far as donations, so no, 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 I, no. I don't five, care about. Oh, I don't care about the oh, freebies. Dude, kind deeds, yeah, kind deeds. Um, pull, I've had uh, the Colorado wildfires. We were talking about Colorado. I had a gentleman who took in a, a family that was displaced. Um, had a a new dad. Like we both have kids, we know how how tired and exhausting and all that is for for not only the dad but the mom. And like one, I kind of chuckled at that. I was like, yeah, good 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 on you, dad. Like he said, the kid was up all night and the wife was up working with him, so he he woke up early and fed the baby and made her breakfast in bed. You know, um, just uh that that was a good one. A guy buying fishing stuff for new fisher people. You know. I'm trying to get people into fishing, passing down bows, um, hunter education stuff. Uh, one guy went and got his guide license, and he's going to be donating his time to working on uh, guiding disabled veterans. Um, li- and little things, you know, brought in the neighbor's trash or put it out because they left work and they forgot to put it out. Like, you know, that is that's the kind thing that you're like, shit, who put my trash out? You know, and then they wave to you the next day, and it's like, damn. I'm going to go get their newspaper, you know, so it doesn't get wet because the rain's coming. And it just, it's a trickle effect, you know, yeah. neighborly so, that that's actually neighborly. a word, bro. Na- be yeah, a neighborly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hasn't been used in a while, <laughs> yeah. but it's still around. <laughs> yeah. And that's, what's crazy. Like, you, you know, you said over the last two years, right. And, and that's one of the things. So, so here there's so many, and I don't know that it, it, it may be a study. It may be a thing, but I, you know, I I've, I've wondered for a while, like when, when you get so many people in an, in a geographical area, right. And, and people, you always feel like people are impacting you negatively, especially when you're driving as here in Southern California. So your appreciation for the people near you diminishes because you always feel impacted by them. Right. Whereas if you go and it's rural and, and, you know, it's 2,400 people, and I go to these towns when we go on hunts and it's like everybody's smiling. Everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, I'm broad stroking. Most people, For the most part, most yeah. people are smiling and they're cordial till they see your California plates. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and are, are very welcoming and warm. And if, you know, they don't recognize you, they'll talk to you, ask you where you're from and you have to tell them California, then they hate you. <laughs> but by, by, by Arizona. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> But it, it's it's a pretty interesting dynamic. And then with the last two years, you put the mask on, right? So now, our, yep. now you're dealing with no facial expression, right? Like you're looking at someone someone's eyes if they look your direction. So you have this you're you're totally disconnected from the people around you. I mean, a hundred and ten. You're in this population where you really don't care about them anyway, and now you, they're forcing you to wear this crap on your face. And the disconnection is even larger. 
And it's just like, ooh, this is a shit show. This is something that they're going to be studying for for eons and the psychological effect that this crap is having on top of 40 million people in this state. Yep. I mean, that that's why this is such a for two years you've been going through that and for somebody to do something kind for you out of the blue or, you you know, like it, it's a hopefully it's a start, you know, just just keep people thinking. And it's just such a simple concept. And I'm not peaches and cream all the time. Trust me. Like, um, but it's it's a simple thing to do. And I mean, I, I was able to affect what at least 100 other people in a good way by you know doing one kind thing so that's the that's the reach that it has and next year i have something bananas already that got offered to me so it's uh it's gonna be all right bro (laughs) that but you know what's funny is that reach is probably three or four times what you think it is because i i would i would venture to say i would almost guarantee that People are like, oh, I'm going to do something. And then they do it and they're like, that felt good. I'm not doing it just to report or just to get something. Right. So I I bet you there's a there's a whole and I don't want to say that the people, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing it and saying, hey, I did this. I yeah, I like I wish you need to post those. You need to post the the stories of what people are doing right as you do this I'm, giveaway I'm, yep you know what I mean I'm like, reading them all yeah I'm reading the them as I pull their name I'm reading exactly what they did yeah that and way then, uh, yeah you yeah. know what I mean and then people get it right they're like oh man that's you know that that's a small that's a very small act but good on you for doing it and it, I think it'll get the wheels turning like man I need to I need to be neighborly you know what I mean I need to go and and shovel the snow off of you know uh, Mary's driveway because she's 76 mm-hmm. and she's by herself, you know? Exactly. That's awesome, brother. Good yeah, on you. Was, good on you guys it, for it that be- one, man. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I love it, man. I love it. That's awesome. And then the, the, I will, in terms of like how your kids view that, right? Like, look at what dad's doing. The example, the example that you're setting, they're going to remember that when they're, bald and in their 40s <laughs> i pray that your daughter's bald. Hey, my little peckerhead son he's got a wicked head of hair he's got like beautiful hair i don't know where the hell he got that from but I'm, I'm, I'm jelly i'm jelly <laughs> that's cool but, man. Good uh, for that, brother. what else yeah no it's it's a it's a cool thing um it's exciting just a piece a piece of the pie right like the business is a business, but it's also like, you know, uh, as I'm learning the social media thing, like it's a, um, what are you, you're an influencer, you're a, uh, a personality or whatever. Like this is actually like, this is daily life. Like the bow hitch is a piece of daily life for us, but you know, that's, that's all it is, is a piece, you know, giving away things, being good, you know, helping people like that's, you know, that's, that's that's what we do. You know, the, uh, Simon Sinek said there there are only two ways to influence human behavior. You can manipulate it or you can inspire it. Right. So yeah. there's a there's a choice yeah. to be made there. Right. And and the inspirational part of it or the inspiring that behavior is far greater than manipulating it. Right. I mean, that do the impact. I wish there was a way for us to to look and see the impact that it's having, right? Because you're you're getting people to think about their behavior and they're affecting someone else. That person 
the, the second tier person may be affected too. And then they open their eyes and then there's a third tier and a fourth tier. It's just a trickle down effect. It's a snowball you created, bro. That's exactly. Just, it's badass, yeah. man. It's badass. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. I got a huge smile on my face just thinking about oh, it, bro. Dude, it's, yeah. it's cool. I don't even Super want to talk cool. about I don't even want to talk about hunting at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we we're gonna talk about New well, Mexico. I don't even want to talk about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's it's like that. But if you look at our if you look at our demographic, right, and 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 the things that we share in terms of, you know, our tribalism as hunters, right, is is kind of great because we know the struggles and we know, you know, the, the, the failures and success, the, you know, the, the valley and the, and the peaks there. Um, so we all share that, that commonality and those common goals. So we're able to relate, but then man, you take this and you start opening the door and it branches out and do that. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about it this large until we started talking, dude. And I'm like you, I'm grinning ear to ear, like, God dang it, man. Good job, brother. It's 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 cool, bro. Like uh, I'm thinking about you know the 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 like the product. Um, I'm just talking about the social media deal. Like the way I was welcomed in, and you know the other guys that are two, three, four, five years ahead of me as far as selling what whatever they created and how welcoming they were. It's like if everybody could have that energy, like it, it's just a simple like we're not competing with each other, guys. You know you don't have to compete with your neighbor. You don't have to knock them down because they're wearing sick or because they're wearing this or because they were shooting that or whatever. Like, dude, we're, it's all the same team. And that's one thing about math that I loved. The first thing that I came home from and told my wife was that I went three days without ever seeing anybody upset. I said it was the most incredible environment. Nothing but handshakes and high fives and how's it going and what can I do for you and kids running around and smiling and people shooting bows for three straight days. It was like, you know, <laughs> in any other environment that would have been exhausting, like three, three days of happy people out of that. I was getting set up, but it was, <laughs> you know, like if, if you could just go into things with that attitude, like, Hey, we're on the same team here. You know, I, I'm not competing against you. Let's just be comfortable with yourself and, you know, let's, let's do it. Whatever. How do we translate that, that three days into, and it's not going to be a full time, right? It's not going to be 365, right? But how no, do we translate no. that into more days like that away from that environment? And I think that's, yeah. you know, that's part of what, part of what you're doing. You know, that, that's, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say enough about it, bro. That's, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. We've been, we've, you know, pay, pay it forward. You know, I've been blessed and, and I'm, you know, I work my ass off, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I was given anything, but. I put myself in a position to be able to, you know, to help. So I would be doing a disservice by not, you know? Um, so whatever, like I said, I ain't no saint, but I'm happy to to be able to help out a little bit. Yeah, happy to do what you could do. That's, that's what it's about. Yeah. Man. That's it. Realize those blessings. And like you said, just play it forward. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. There ain't no other, uh, there ain't no other equation for it. It's simple. It's, it's literally a one plus one thing. That's it. Simple as that, dude. Do the right thing. And, you know, like uh, I worked for the fire department. And when I first came in, uh, one of the old guys, I'm the old guy now, I'm about to retire. But one of the old guys said, if you can't explain it to the chief or to your wife, don't do it. Like that's, you know, and it's say every action you're going to take. If you don't feel comfortable explaining it to somebody like why you did that, don't do it. Don't say it. 
you know, like, I don't know. I'll go on on a rant. But no, but that, that's, it's, that's, it's easy. That's it's wisdom, easy to though. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. If you just think about it and you might not want to tell your mom what you told somebody or, you know, tell your wife that what you did or your boss, like, Hey, I, you know, whatever, don't do it. Like, that's a good deed. That's how you, that's how you start. Get yourself headed in the right direction. Isn't that, isn't that funny to, to think that, that you're the old, old timer imparting that wisdom oh. now? <laughs> well, it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, it's, it's crazy. The, it's the weirdest thing, dude. It's like, uh, I'll say stuff and I'm like, really? Did I <laughs> just leave my mouth? <laughs> dude, those, uh, those commercials, the, oh my gosh, which ones are they where they don't be your parents? Don't become your oh, parents. Dude, those are hilarious. Uh, dude dropping the dad jokes with the uh what i always call them the barbecue shoes man when they're wearing the all white new balance with oh yeah oh yeah yeah that's the that's the grillers right there buddy yeah i made fun of those until mike tyson started wearing them (laughs) (laughs) i look i don't I don't care. I tell my kids and my wife, you ever see those on my feet, I want you to hobble me. <laughs> you hobble my ass on the spot if you see me uh, wearing them pretty, things. That's pretty good. They got to have barbecue grease on them and and uh yeah. green lawn stains, man. That's a that's a dad shoe no doubt. Oh dude, not this dad. No doubt. <laughs> you see me rocking strong, those. You see strong. me Yeah, you you see me rocking those. I'm dressing up like Kurt Teaster in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> that dude posts pictures yeah. of him, man. He's like, "Look, I found them for $15." I'm like, "Oh, don't do it, brother. Don't you, do you it." You definitely better not have those California plates still on your truck when you do it. You oh, get in real trouble. You know what? It don't. Yeah, with with those, that's one of the first things we're doing. <laughs> yeah, good call. Good I'm like, call. I'm changing them sons of bitches out, man. I want to yeah. disassociate as fast as I can, man. Start over, uh, man. New chapter. I'm, I'm happy for you, and I'm excited for you. Oh, dude, it's gonna be. Uh, yeah, it's gonna. It, it as excited as I am, right? I, and the wife and I have talked about it. It is going to be. There's going to be a little culture shock, right? Because we are. We are as urban as you can get, right? In in any place. I mean, outside of being in, you know, the 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 downtown, you know, metro sure. area, it's uh it's it's all concrete asphalt, you know, steel and glass. And to go where we're going and think that the town has a smaller population than my tract of homes. Is, <laughs> yeah it, it it doesn't eat and it doesn't even it doesn't even make sense until i look at it right like i'm looking at aerials and i'm like wow like that is that is the life right there but there's a part of it where it's like that's ter- it's terrifying because i don't yeah. know anything different right i mean you know i know spring chicken i don't know anything different um, in terms of, you know, it's great when I go and I go out on a hunt and I'm gone for a month, but when I come back, it's all, it's not erased, but it's all taken away. And every time I leave and I go spend three weeks or a month on the mountain, I come back and I hate it that much more, you know, Oof. and it's just like, man, oh man. So yeah, I'm terrified to some respect, but I, I can't wait, man. Telling you, down the street, two right turns, maybe 15 minutes up the mountain, and I'm in my home herd. Woo! On an OTC tag, bro. Beautiful. Beautiful. Cameras will be hung. (laughs) Opportunities, bro. All you need. All you need is an op chip in a chair. That's it, man. That's all it it takes. 
Well, shoot, man. I, you know, we were going to talk about New Mexico, but we'll do that next time. Let's uh, let's tell them where they can find, you know, the bow hitch, drop all the uh, the content pages, website, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, so anybody needs to reach out to me, the best way is on social media via Instagram. Uh, we are at the bow hitch. So you have to put the bow hitch. Um, shoot me a message on there. Getting a ton of interaction on the the DMs, people sending questions, sending pictures. What's going to work here? How do I do this? How do I do that? So that's the best way to get in contact. We are on Facebook also, but I'm not as proficient in that. Um, thebowhitch.com. We have a website, thebowhitch.com. We have some videos up on YouTube, The Bow Hitch. I have my uh, Maui hunt. I'm about to finish and get that up on there. Um, you will see an access deer attack my hunting partner. Um it is freaking epic. So uh, check out, check that, check that out. You'll uh, you'll love it. Um, and that's it. You guys have a you know have a blessed night. Thank you, guy. I appreciate your time, and uh, as always, love talking to you. But um, you know, keep doing good, and uh, we'll we'll keep trying to do the same. Um, you know, be on the same team. We're all we're all hunters. We have enough shit going on out there to to fight other people we don't need to fight ourselves so you know we're all on the same team um if you hate carrying your bow and you think carrying your bow sucks look bow at the bow hits that's exactly <laughs> why we built it and, and, that's and, our slogan carrying your bow sucks if you know if i have anything to say on it you know um if you get on and the bow hitch isn't for you get on and follow Armando and the people that are supporting the giveaway and think about what they're doing, whether or not it's something you want to put on your archery equipment or not. Um, we need to support the people that are just supporting just to do it right. Just for a good cause. Um, so yeah, if, it, if it's not for you, it's not for you, but I think we should be supporting folks um, like Armando and the people that are taking part in that. So I, I think that, you know, it's a Thank big deal. Very much. All right, yeah, my brother. Much appreciated. Cool. Appreciate well, you guys it, have man. a good night. Thank you, everybody. You guys be safe and uh, be good. Catch you later. Later, brother.